There is a form of multimedia entertainment beyond that which is good. These games are as vast in number as they are terrible. They dwell in the dark recesses of history, unearthed from the pits of the bargain bin. These are the games of horror. This is Garbage Game Night. So, welcome to Garbage Game Night, the podcast where we are tracking down games so bad that they're good, eliminating them one by one. So far, we've mostly come up with games that are so bad they're bad. So there's some games you've heard of that are bad, and then there are some games that are so bad you haven't heard of them because they didn't have a marketing budget for you to hear about them. This game we're doing tonight is probably one of those. But to break down this game, we're going to need a team of expert button pressers. So first, Frank, how are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Hunter, how about yourself? How are you this evening? I'm doing well. And Carly, how are you tonight? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? Oh, thank you. Wow, yes, I'm doing very well. Let me just mark that down. One point for Carly there. (laughs) (laughs) And Tom, how are you doing tonight? Doing good, doing good. This is actually the first time I really powered up my computer in a week because I moved. You know what? Since I wasn't recording properly on my end anyway, we'll go again. First, first, Frank, how are you doing over there, Frank? (laughs) Oh, I'm doing great. Great. Glad to hear it. Hunter, how about yourself? I'm doing really good. Can I have another point for asking you how you're doing? And Carly (laughs) still keep her point? How are you? You still haven't. You didn't ask, and you just asked if you have the point for it, Hunter. (laughs) Yeah, how about you lose a point and goes negative for trying to steal it from Carly? (laughs) I'll take that. I'll start (laughs) off in the negative because I'm still going to come back. You're going to come back. Come back strong. All right, I marked it down. Negative one for Hunter. I'll take a picture of all of my uh, 3D printed trophies. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Carly, how are you? I am doing well. Thank you. How are you? I am well, thank you, Carly. <laughs> I would Another like my point, point for Carly. Back. There it is. May I have my point, <laughs> Thank <please>? you. <laughs> and Tom, how are you doing, Tom? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Um, I feel like we're on a roll on now. You're getting married on Saturday. How about that? Wow. Yeah, Big I threw news. in a bonus fact for the people Whoa. that didn't, didn't hear about the move. Minus two points for irrelevancy <laughs> to video games. We're trying to keep the podcast moving, Tom. You're really bogging us oh, down in the details my, my here. My bad. I uh, uh, just called off the marriage. So. <laughs> Thank okay, God. back into the podcast. Thank you. Congratulations, okay. though, Tom. We'll, uh, Thanks. Well, I mean, not yet. We'll we'll check in on an extra point. I didn't get uh, my invitation. Yeah, Tom. minus two points because we were not invited. Yes. Well, Awkward. to be fair pandemic no one is um but i, I would stand I six feet away that. from everybody yeah. else this is a special I was hoping moment maybe maybe i could have an auto win tonight as like okay. a as a <laughs> wedding gift oh, we're doing the podcast <laughs> wedding we're, gift we're, no the podcast <laughs> is this happening be- garbage game oh. night's first on air have a ceremony <laughs> if i win if oh i get God. to win tonight we'll do it we'll do it Look, on air. 14 people showed up for your frank wedding. are you still ordained <laughs> uh, in the church of the dude i'm still ordained the Church of the Dude. Okay. He's a he's a notary. That's good enough. Well, not anymore. I'm not. Yeah, I'm actually, no longer a, notary. a past notary. That's who we have doing it for us. Is uh, we have a really good friend of ours who's a notary. Nice. There you go. All right. Well, before we dive into this game, as always, I want to give everyone an opportunity to wrap up any comments about the previous game. Last game we played was Flat Out Three: Chaos and Destruction by Team Six Game Studios. Uh, Frank, you said you played a little bit more of that, and that's that's probably all we've touched it, huh? Yeah, I just played the uh, original after. Like I played, I played the. Uh, Fallout. Oh, the flag said again. <laughs> See, you did it. Flatout three. It happens <laughs> for uh, you know maybe another 10, 20 minutes. I was just yeah. trying to you know wrap up some achievements, uh, and then I was like, yeah, screw this. <laughs> and I, I played Hunter. <laughs> I played the uh, 
the original, the first flat out. Uh, right. That's the one that really uh, I used to enjoy years mm. ago. Side a little bit of side note that got me to because uh, the other games we were talking about were you know vehicle destruction games, mm-hmm. and that got me to re-download uh, Vigilante and Vigilante Eight Second Offense and Star mm-hmm. Wars uh, Demolition, and man, those games have not aged as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. You don't say. Yeah. So maybe they weren't necessarily that better of a fighting car system. Uh, than, you just have uh, better uh, nostalgia about it. Yep. Yeah. 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 Because when you're a little, I'm nostalgia this evening. Rose tinted glasses. Yeah. Uh, yep, absolutely. And yeah, I've I've rebuilt my computer, and so has Tom since we uh, played that game. And on a clean uh, operating system install, there's no way I'm going to be downloading that again. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I went ahead and uninstalled it. <laughs> it was the Just kiss of safe. death, yeah. Yeah, it really was. I feel like I On say Revelations in 2012 was the kiss of death every podcast that I'm going to go and like play it Trying again later because like I yeah. I enjoyed it a little bit but I never do and I always just uninstall it like two days later <laughs> so speaking well, of wait. Carmageddon on Steam there's Carmageddon max damage and uh, oh, really? several of the pictures feature a very horrible horrifying looking Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump as playable <laughs> characters. Oh, oh why not? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow, that is horrifying. <laughs> and actually, Trump is very orange, and Hillary looks like she's had her face contorted into a smile by uh, Botox. Oh, there it is. Yeah. I'm, uh, oh, man. Yeah, it's like uh, they're masks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just put that up on our Twitch stream. Very nice. Oh, but they, they, they're not masks. They just are terrible screenshots. U.S. Election Nightmare Special Edition. Right. This came out in Edition. 2016. Wow. Special Addiction. Special Addiction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I like the yep, one and you're running on the bicycle. This one's different. <laughs> yep. Uh, Classy. Do they, uh, the sheep oh. look like they have the, uh, Is that orange the uh, blood? wigs on? Looks like it, yeah. It's like orange Ooh. paint or blood. <laughs> wow. Very exciting stuff. This is silly. <laughs> so that's on my wish list now. Oh, God. <laughs> he, can, he can have a bike? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening in that screenshot? Rather than being like a sex worker and having an Amazon Prime wish list, I just have a Steam podcast wish list. And this is going on it. <laughs> All right. Podcast. Some podcast meta news. This is uh, episode 20 we're on now. It's pretty wild. With this episode, we have done as many remote episodes, or as they're labeled on our podcasts, viral editions, uh, as we have in person. Um, we're broadcasting live on Twitch now for the second time. Hopefully, it'll help us out find some more listeners. Um, you can help us out by subscribing um, and participating in the Twitch chat as well. Um, our Twitch is twitch.tv slash gggncast. We're trying to broadcast all of our recordings. We'll probably do some of them live when we eventually see each other in person again as well. Um but on our Twitch channel, you can see us playing some good games, too. Um, hosting anyone anyone else here who's um, on Twitch. Uh, Frank's playing a game or two on there, I saw, doing some tests. But Tom and I are playing Divinity 2 every Thursdays, and I'm doing some Red Dead 2. It's my first playthrough of that. And there's some other exciting things coming to our channel, which I'll talk about once I finally commit to doing them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, make sure to follow our channel. Um, and Frank, what, what were you playing the other day? Was the Russian jumping game? Uh, yeah, what's that called? That's like, uh, Game Grumps made it, and it's like a, a mixture of a Battle Royale and, like, Mario. There, there was there was a fan-made one. It was, like, you against the other bunch of Marios, and it was, like, whoever could beat the, complete the uh, level fastest, and that got taken by, down by Nintendo. But this is oh, more okay. of a actual 
battle royale thing because you actually want to kill the other people and it's actually there's no level to complete there's only a set amount it's the same level every time but it's like What's a massive side-scrolling level and I, I believe it's called let me get to my library and it's free so if anyone wants to download it it's uh oh is it it's called soviet jump game yeah all right well, let's finally get into this game that we have here. I gave you guys a little homework, so let's talk about video game franchises, specifically franchises that have been ruined or nearly ruined by an installment in them. Uh, last week we touched on that a little bit with Flat Out getting Flat Out 3, and I asked you guys for any franchise, that anything that came to mind, any franchise updates that you thought were uh, nearly ruined the series. So let's see, Frank first. Okay, so mine, yeah, I, I was, there, there's a couple, you know? Halo Five. Oh, yeah. I think I think Halo Five. That, I I, I is didn't that Guardians get it. or is that just called Halo Five? Yeah, Halo Five Guardians. Yeah, that's the one. Halo the Fifth. So I I never fully played it. I played it you know like you know a handful of times uh, with friends. Like you know they had it you know, and mm -hmm. uh, it it's just you know the, the multiplayer was probably fine. You know that was probably fine. But I do like the Halo story. You know uh, I read the books. They had this like little podcast thing. I listened to all those things. Uh, it was like, you know, I, I really do enjoy it. And in Halo 4, it we got a little like, I was like, yeah, this is, you know, this is different. It's okay, though. You know, I still had fun. And then Halo yeah. 5 came around, and I was just like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. You kind of, you, you're losing me, guys, you know? Um, also, yep. they, uh, I, I, maybe maybe they started doing it in Halo 4. I'll have to double check that, uh, where you couldn't do local split-screen co-op. Local co-op, yep. That was the so one. You could make a version where you can have it. And they just continued that to Halo 5. And I just... Was that the, just the destruction of couch co-op? Yeah. yeah. And which, which is something I I, I, uh, I uh, really disapprove of. You know, I get it. Don't use it anymore. But it's just... I don't know. That's That was the heart of... That's what started it. That's what made it huge. And just to throw it away, I don't know. I just feel like you're losing part of what made that game uh, unique. Yeah, ODST getting some love in chat. I, I liked ODST oh, as well. It was good, yeah. that jazz, that sweet jazz. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, and Hunter, how about you? All right. What do you, you think? You of? once again were not specific with the homework. You said franchises. You didn't Purposely say video game franchises. Oh. Instructions. So, okay. <laughs> it's a video game do podcast, I, Hunter. Do, how, we talk about movies and stuff all the time. Don't even. Wait, what? Irrelevancy, <laughs> minus two points uh. for me. I'll take Jeez. it either way. My my <laughs> yeah. initial my initial uh, thing because I just came up with a new one. Um, my initial one was going to be all of the like American remakes and reboots of foreign films that just like tank, like the remake of Old Boy of um, Sure, Let the Right One In or whatever. But like I can do, I feel like I could do a whole podcast about that, and maybe I will <laughs> one day. But so I have okay. a better idea now. I'm going to go with Assassin's Creed. Because oh, not okay. only has it been ruined by microtransactions and this, like, idea of a, like, never-ending side quest where they just, like, keep respawning and sending you on the same side quest over and over. And it just, like, yeah, you clear an area and they're just like, oh, you can go back and do it a hundred more times if you want. But then yeah. they also made a movie <laughs> that yeah. was really bad that just killed it. And my whole thing, though, is... Uh, I feel like like even if you had a have a bad game or a bad movie in a franchise, it doesn't necessarily ruin the existing ones. So I don't know if you were trying to go for that point or just sure. for like this is the bad one in the series. But yeah, the Assassin's Creed movie and I picked up Odyssey on the PS4 and 
the map is massive, but it's not filled with anything of substance. Every quest is just, you know, the exact same Assassin's Creed quest over and over. Go right. here, kill this. And, like, given so much to do, and you still have to do microtransactions to actually get, like, good gear, it's just, that just blows my mind. Yeah, it's, I don't know if that has, like, one instance, as far as the video games go, I don't know if it has one instance of, like, this is where it hit the turning point, but I think most people agree that it's it's slowly dropped off quality um, over the years. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the, the first um, two entries of it, and I, I can't say I have too much experience. I still, Black Flag was my favorite. But yeah, yeah, I've heard good things about that. That was just for being able to be a pirate, too. Sure. I mean, how are you going to knock that? Yeah. All right. Carly, what are you thinking? All right. Kind of going off of Hunter's, you know, point of just because something's bad, it doesn't necessarily always ruin the the already existing games or yeah. movies or what have you. Definitely. There is one that did absolutely ruin the rest of it. And that is wow. Because Ooh. with the new expansions <laughs> that came out and all the changes they've made, like killing the skill tree. The, what did you call it earlier? The kill tree? The kill tree. <laughs> the kill. Uh, I mean, it, they they took so much out of the game as I knew it at the time and right. how, as how, how I enjoyed it. Um, and they oversimplified it. So they literally ruined the game. You could not <laughs> just play the game, the, the, the expansion before it that you still liked because right. – so many they, things. They had literally been had to reboot updated. the game well, yeah. in a classic yeah. mode. <laughs> Even back in the, like you could you could still only have Golden Air Wow, which for me was like Wrath of the Lich King because we talked about this a lot earlier today. Yeah, we did. Um, <laughs> you can't go back to it, and they they did oh. the what is it called Wow Classic? Yep. Yeah, Do you know, I haven't tried Wow Classic. Though. Does that? have is that like all the way back or is that like it golden started era? that wow. and they're slowly rolling out the expansions i forget which one okay. they're on now but yeah, I want, they are like, slowly rolling out the expansions i want the dungeon finder i want the mm -hmm. ability to respec i want the ability to have like two or three specs but i don't want them to kill the skill tree and i don't want them to make leveling up completely like i in when i picked up I think Mist of Pandaria, I leveled uh, a priest and I leveled it doing only my professions without doing any quests because they gave you so much oh, wow. experience so much just experience. to do that. So they completely like messed <laughs> the whole game. All right. Good answer. Um, and finally, least but Tom. Least. <laughs> <laughs> least and most certainly least. least. and also least. last. <laughs> no, Tom, glad to have you with us. Anyway, what, do you what think game of are we playing tonight? <laughs> I bet you followed the rules and, <laughs> extremely correctly, didn't you, Tom? <laughs> yeah, yeah. E ego is... My ego is doing real well, by the way. <laughs> you won the award last time. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know everyone's beating on me. Um, okay, so... I, uh, it's not going to be that much of a, of a hot take, I feel like for me, but, um, especially cause it beat it in a way that I never even played it. Um, but Andromeda. That's effective. Oh, I think, yeah. uh, Crocs 5 mentioned that Yeah, someone mentioned that in chat as well. Yeah. Chat as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, Crocs that 5. is, that is for sure. Um, I was a huge fan of, uh, the Mass Effect series and played all of them and was really excited. Likewise. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure. And uh, as the Andromeda was 
kind of uh, preparing to come out. I was really excited to play it. And before I even picked it up, you know, all I heard was like these awful, awful, you know, stories about how it was so buggy and unplayable. And I, I never picked it up. And even like years later, you know, had considered maybe like trying to, but never did. And yeah, so that's what killed the series for me. But it was funny because, like I said, I never it's even, you've uh, never picked tried it. it. It did so bad, I didn't pick it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I can see how, uh, yeah, if something's gonna, you're afraid it's gonna tarnish the memory of what it, what that game series is to you. Sure. I still haven't played that one. Yeah, I yet either. either. I have it. My friend let me borrow it. But <laughs> it's just sitting on your shelf. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I started it up and. I got through the first mission and it was really buggy. Um, for me, I've got to go with, again, it doesn't tarnish the memories of the previous ones, but I've got to go with Diablo and Diablo 3. Ooh. Yeah. That was so, going to be one of my other choices. Yeah, so not to dis- discount the enjoyment that people get out of Diablo 3, because I think you can still have a lot of fun with it. I had fun with it, but like, I'm hard-pressed to think of another game that I played, especially online, as much as I did with Diablo 1. That was like the beginnings of internet for me, um, doing like direct modem dial-ins with a friend of mine to play that. And they followed it up with just a, the perfect sequel to a game like that, so much depth and replayability that, that you could get out of Diablo 2. Um, just the amount of hours I sunk, sunk into that were just absurd. And then Diablo 3 came out, which... Like leading into it, I felt like the aesthetic was a problem with it. I don't want to harp on it too much, but it just overall didn't feel like the other games. And also because they were launching with their, uh, well, they were launching it with their launcher as well. Even owning it didn't feel like you owned it. It felt like you were in this DRM mess. Um, You didn't have that Diablo 3 battle chest. Oh, no, no, I never got the physical copy of it. Well, no, that's what I mean. Like, I don't even know if they, did they make a battle chest for D3? Like Maybe not, not but like you wanted to play it on launch Warcraft. night, right? So you 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 did the digital download, but like you couldn't even play it on launch night. They their their launch was such a mess for like the first twenty four hours. It was impossible to actually play the game. Yeah, overall, all my impression of it was like the the system of the game. It felt like they designed it for their WoW player base, like an audience that was going to be playing it endlessly. So, so like they structured exactly what Carly and I were talking about. Oh yeah, like we we wanted to go off on this and take the entire. <laughs> podcast to just be like all right let's talk blizzard for a second (laughs) and just talk about how like they just simplify every type they did it with heroes of the storm they did it with hearthstone they did it with wow they do it with diablo and like even diablo 4 like it looks like they they took some of the hint and were like all right we're not going to make it as pretty we're going to go back to that like diablo 2 style grittiness right but i feel like it's still going to be super oversimplified and Like you just like they just took out so much of like that feeling of like this is my character. This is right. I'm building it the way I want to build. I'm playing it the way I want to play it. Yeah, and you just didn't like, have nope. skill trees in Diablo three, or they were automatically assigning your points. I think it was when you were leveling up. And I know oh, that when wow. when That's you when you got to level like sixty, you were allowed to respec. So it felt like the whole first 60 levels were a tutorial and also there were like what 14 different difficulty modes so there was no end to the game yeah so they they seem like they built it for that base right but and that's fine like there's people who enjoy it you said like they did the same thing to heroes of the storm and i agree as someone who doesn't play mobas heroes of the storm is a good answer for me because i don't really play other mobas so when i jump into heroes of the storm this is a good game for someone who uh, that they created it for an audience that fits for me, but Diablo three wasn't made for the audience of Diablo one and two, right? 
So it, it works for some people, some people enjoy it, but yeah, it, it was disappointing to like people who just absolutely love Diablo one and two like me. So anyway, we'll talk about some more franchises later, but we, we do have a game to play now that we're an hour after our uh, launch time on Twitch. <laughs> what? <laughs> and only so, a half hour in because of Tom. Technical uh, difficulties. Tom. There were legit technical difficulties. So let me tell you about another franchise. In 1991, a game came to the Sega Genesis that is uh, dear to my heart called Road Rash. So in 1991, Road Rash came out. Um, oh, and I loved Road Rash. Yeah. I what's what's it, on man. Twitch right now is the 3DO version, which is a oh. system that probably not too many people are super familiar with, it's, but it had a lot of games that Genesis could run. And it, Road um, Rash 64. Yeah, Road Rash 64 oh. is a game as well. Yeah, so, um, sorry, it was a motorcycle combat racing game that felt brutal for many of us youngsters, I think. It had a evading the law, an exciting weapon and combat well, system, for the time at least. The law yeah, was, there was invincible. Policing. So, like, you could oh, you yeah. can <laughs> kick and punch everybody else, but here's what you do to get rid of the piss pesky cops. <laughs> the pisky cops, yeah. You, you just, the pisky cops, yeah, <laughs> is you just give them a little, give them a little push into oncoming traffic, <laughs> yep. and, and they would not fall off their bike. It, it would effectively be like a car hitting a bike made out of like a, like a dwarf star or something like that like like the bike effectively just would rip through the car but it would slow him down for a second and buy yeah. us some time yeah so they followed up road rash with road rash 2 a year later and then road rash 3 tour de force it was called travel around like the world I played and in the arcades yeah 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 I, I three was the one i played the most a friend of mine had it for sega and yeah we we loved the game i think at some point here you'll see him grab like a chain out of someone's hand the the combat system was just I, I loved it something you never knew like what weapon you could get can i get the baton from the cop you'd hear legends of like how you could get the the cop's bike and stuff it's just you know that era of that uh there were there was no internet so you were hearing the the rumors like how you catch mew you know so, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, in 1998, there was a sequel on PlayStation called Road Rash 3D. Oh, yeah. Put that up on the screen here. In the 3DO version, as well as the PlayStation version, they had these awkward live action sequences where it was just some really bad dudes on their bikes. Bad um, oh, wow. Hitting each fire? other. Why? When yeah, you know you're, a bunch of bad your visuals are no good, so you just record actual... <laughs> Yeah. Live action. You know, bikers do that all the time. Anyway, yeah, that was Road Rash uh, 3D. <laughs> yeah, here on the PlayStation, it wasn't the sprite-generated racing anymore. Like we talked before about how they used to fake 3D. This is, you know, it's a genuine 3D environment, at least. Then, for 64, as they always do, they created a version with 64 in the title. Road Rash 64, that's what that looks like. Very... You know, 64-bit uh, graphics-looking, chunky characters. Well, it looked way better when I was a kid. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I was waiting for you to pull it up, and I was like, oh, yeah, let's do this. That looked like, amazing. I can't it's going to knock those others out of the I park. I used to play this game all the time. What is this garbage? <laughs> <laughs> I must yep. have played something else. Hold on. I would never And finally, play. Oh one gosh. more in the year 2000 was Road Rash Jailbreak. That was for PlayStation. And, and this did have a co-op mode where you could ride in a sidecar with a couch co-op. Someone else could join the other character. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, they're just what? some bad dudes who in the escape prison, and they're, they're fighting. Here we go. Here's <laughs> the sidecar. It looks like he's wearing a gimp suit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
because he is. <laughs> yep. Oh, well. That's what they I had mean. to jailbreak from. Yeah. So uh, you guys might think you know where this is going. In 2013, they did release a game called Ride to Hell Retribution, which is one of the lowest reviewed games of all time. That's not what we're playing mm-hmm. tonight. Right, we're playing the, a worse game than that. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, well, that's, we're playing a, a completely different obvious. type of game. That's a little bit too obvious for uh, us here on Garbage Game Night. If you keep digging deeper into the bad reviews, you'll find a game that was made by a company that has a little bit of experience ruining franchises. In fact, they took the Flat Out franchise and created Flat Out 3. So, yes, Team Six Studios took a stab at the Road Rash genre and in November 2017 released a game called Road Rage. This was released on PS4, Xbox One, and as we're playing it this evening on PC, I am going to use the teaser images. That, look that looks good. Pretty yeah. good, you know? Not yeah, they're, bad they're, they're, they're even reflected art. in the ground. Right? It looks, it looks beautiful. pretty good. Um, I read somewhere that like 90% of scenes involving roads in movies have water on the road because it gives it that nice little like <laughs> yeah, reflective yeah, look, shine. look regardless of yeah. whether it, looks, it rains it or not. It looks good, you know? Yeah. Ah. Good. Now, I feel like now pay attention to the watermark that does say rendered art, indicating Uh-oh. that the final game will not quite Uh-oh. look like this. But we it do have a trailer. <laughs> right. A trailer as well. Yeah, it looks better than this. So here is the official trailer for Road Rage. It doesn't look that much worse than the rendered art. No. Yeah, what's the catch here? <laughs> I know you're not giving us a decent game, right? <laughs> you, can, you can only play it with the drum pad from, <laughs> from Rock Band 2. <laughs> yeah. Uh. It does not work otherwise. <laughs> nah. All right. So while you guys are installing that, Hunter, you should have that. We'll talk a little bit more about this game. So, from Steam, their overview, from the Steam page, Road Rage is an over-the-top, knockdown, drag-out motorcycle combat game that tests your skills on a range of badass bikes. Race, fight, and hustle your way through the ranks of an insane outlaw motorcycle gang. Use various weapons, uh, bikes, and battle maneuvers to propel you into a position of ultimate authority. Push the limits of combat racing, exploring an open world, and playing over 90 missions that will offer the opportunity to progress to club president. Extensive gameplay variety, including 42 story-driven missions and 56 additional uh, missions, ranging from delivery to escort jobs to combat races to all-out gang brawls. Also open-world exploration, also insane weaponry, and also ride in style. Choose from a variety of motorcycles and customize your bike to suit your style. Uh, did anyone know that this game existed? Have heard about it before? This Assume one it no. existed? No. <laughs> Not no. this specific. I feel like Road Rage. I feel like there's other games named Road Rage. There's there's one that you're going to recognize I'll bring up later. Yeah. There's definitely one. Think about it. Games with Road Rage in the title. Well, how's the pitch sound, though? We saw some concept art. The trailer looked okay, right? I mean, and, I'm uh, excited. All right. We love Road Rash, I'm right? What could too. it get wrong? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, apparently, anything in particular you guys want it. out of it? Something. There's got to be something, right? Because we're playing it. Kill one of cops. these games. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, you want I to hit people on a motorcycle? Violent. Okay. All right. All right. You want some satisfaction about smacking people on bikes? Yeah. There. With All a right. chain. With a chain. Yeah, the best Chain's a classic weapon, item, right? Yeah, I remember chain. from '64. Mm-hmm. I don't, did you guys catch any of the uh, the weapons that were? I thought I saw a, a chain a and a bat golf club and a, and a chain and uh, there was definitely a golf club. All right. Well, just one more thing before we there's there's going to be a few games sprinkled throughout here this evening and chat. Feel free to participate in them. Uh, 
Just something to chew on, though, if you guys come up with a better name for this game, because if you're doing a spiritual successor to Road Rash and you don't have the license to Road Rash, uh, I mean, what do you call it? I guess Road Rage is okay. Like it evokes the idea of Road Rash. But if there's other names you guys come up with, let me know. And also, uh, if you want to guess the weapons in the game or weapons they should have, and you want to suggest them, feel free. We'll just discuss amongst ourselves as we go along. I think, I think the Kids Bop version would be like Street Scrape. Highway <laughs> <laughs> um, Hacker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Street Smacker. Yeah. <laughs> Rash Road. Thank you, Bob. It's good. <laughs> Rash Road. No legal trouble there. Boulevard Bruise. That's great. Oh, that's a <laughs> great. You're gonna one. you're gonna relegate that to the Twitch chat. That's a great yeah. one. <laughs> I'm interacting with our chatters. Oh, okay, our, interacting. Our, our <laughs> so we're gonna watch just the intro of uh, Road Rage that you see in the game, and I, I just want to make sure we see this together. Thank you, Shadow Haxor, for uh, playing this game for us. <laughs> Five years ago. The city of Ashen was voted one of the most culturally diverse cities in the world. Ashen was a vibrant, great place to live. But this is now. Social problems have overrun the modern world, and also the city of Ashen. Exactly five years ago makes the day all hell broke loose. Day one. We all knew too well that we were slowly being killed by the multinationals before day one. But knowing is different than realizing or acting. <laughs> On day one, the 95% decided to push back. The small group that started the call to arms for freedom grew exponentially to millions of backers in just one day. The world as uh, well suddenly came one. to an the end. Unable to take back control, <laughs> the authorities constructed a high wall topped by razor wire so, around each district forcing the inhabitants <laughs> within to survive on their own behind a container. Yeah, I just wall. want to go fast. Police <laughs> get in there. <laughs> in or out. Within months, the districts were overrun by biker gangs terrorizing defenseless citizens. Now, defenseless. these gangs oh, do whatever oh. they want. They take your money, your TV, and your girlfriends. <laughs> they're bad to the bone. Hide your kids. To Hide your wives. Especially here in Hide your girlfriends and your TV. I want them to take boyfriends, too. So, so we have preferences. There's only one language Subtroid speaks now. I have so many questions. And that's brutal violence. Uh. All right. Oh, no. So that's our, that's our background. That's our foundation. <laughs> In the criminal justice system. <laughs> These are their stories. Um, yeah, it does sound like bum bum. Bum bum. <laughs> yeah, that's that's our background. The only language that the streets speak now is violence, and biker gangs will take your money, your TV, and your girlfriend, the three most important things in life. So that's our backdrop, <laughs> and um, I think we're ready now. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys yeah. can fire that up and I just go ahead and start, start playing. Ready. Just a little <laughs> mini question. Yes. Um, I can't help but notice they said at 95 95%. That's the world right. that Antifa oh. wants. Are you guys okay with that? <laughs> right. So after 95% of the world was like, you know, fuck this sound, right. um, they then built walls yes razor to walls contain everyone yeah, it must have been five so percent yeah right my question is who, right who built the walls that's what five percent yeah <laughs> the five percent they got their walls and uh razor wire and yeah no i mean that's, and that's pretty self-explanatory was, right 95 was okay with that <laughs> yeah after they rose up that's what brought it down 
there was multinationals killing everyone and it was slowly at first and they didn't they didn't notice it but then it was hard to ignore so again i don't understand what's hard to follow about this time it's pretty cut and dry man (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm looking for what would be the uh you know like the the hard breaks but every button is just no it's just hit (laughs) (laughs) every button is hit it's like, is this break? No, it's swing your bat. What about this? It's swing your bat. <laughs> well, there's two directions. <laughs> Never stop swinging. Ah! Okay. What? You hit a wall so hard your broadcast game. cut out. All right. Ooh, here right. we go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. This okay. happened last time. This so happened last time, Tom. You oh, hit a train no. and your broadcast cut out. <laughs> okay, so there is, is there really not an e-brake button? Okay, first Breaking of all, is I'm going to talk about bikes a little bit later, but bikes don't really have an emergency brake, Tom. Yeah, they just have brakes. <laughs> yeah, there's oh, a front okay. brake and a back fair. brake. That's fair. If you're using a controller, uh, right trigger should be your your go, and left trigger should be your stop going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the stop going is just like a really slow. Okay, I'll just get used. Well, to that's it. how you're supposed to stop on a motorcycle, Tom. Slowly, <laughs> or you can drive through fences. It's. Fine. I was hoping for like, for like you know a really dangerous way to. Do it. All right, let's start whacking people. Let's do that. All right, we're we're yet to see our first takedown here. See Tom's takedown. All right. Oh, it happened. All right, there it, it is. All right. In my future. <laughs> there we go. In Tom's future, yeah. Broad, Steam broadcast is a few second delay. Yeah. So if you ignore that call, they're just going to keep popping up, Tom. So you better answer that call. Yeah. You got a broke ass phone, Tom. Yep. Wait. The wire oh, People are trying to talk to me. <laughs> 4G. Baby. Yeah. So they want you to deliver. They need you to deliver things like seven seven things in seven minutes. That's impossible. So uh, this is your first. <laughs> Oh, First I see job there's a here. star on my map. Time's a waste. Oh. Now, Don't worry, I'll go to the if star. If you watch Tom's character as he turns left and right, uh, his bike isn't leaning. No. At all. <laughs> He's staying... 100% upright while he turns left and right. I played my first 45 minutes in game like this, thinking that this is the worst constructed game I have ever seen. And it's it, it's it's still close. But the good news is that that's just a glitch. It's it's when you swing your when your weapon around too much, your character defaults to an upright position when he's swinging. Uh. So um, he goes, snaps into the upright position. And uh, oh, yeah, he's so it, it's a now. glitch. Yeah, if you swing too much, you... Uh, you don't lean anymore. <laughs> Still looks terrible, but uh, looks yeah. a little less terrible. A little bit less. How do we unlock that loading screen character? She looks cool. Yeah, she um she looks all right. <laughs> She's got a katana. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, you can Why switch characters like around. I'd rather have game. a katana over oh, a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> She's wearing a helmet. You know, this guy. I don't Safety think this guy's first. wearing a helmet. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> If, if you're so gonna be road raging, the other cars on the road don't know how to drive. I, <laughs> yeah, they're t-boning each like, other. They're sideswiping yeah, each other. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, you can get knocked off the bike. Absolutely. Now they they pitch this as an open world game. That is the only way you can get off your bike in this game. Handbrake is A. So, <laughs> oh, that's what I was. There thinking. is a handbrake on bikes, you know, like you have a brake on your, uh, typically on your front right that controls your front brake. Uh, how the game handles that is not not how it it is. 
it seems like what they did was they took a car driving system and how like video games handle handbrakes in cars and they just applied it to motorcycles. So when you use your handbrake in this game, you go into like a, you lose control of both tires and you just, it goes into easy turning mode. There's so many problems with that, like as far as like how motorcycles work, but you know, uh, I don't know. I can't. Helpful, I, I, I can't really let it slide. It, it's it's too far. <laughs> like we look the other way with how cars handle handbrakes on yeah. on driving games, but on a motorcycle, it makes so little sense. Yeah. The thing if too the, is the way you know this guy drives. Either you know he has the bat in one hand yeah. or the other, so he's only yes. driving with one hand. Uh, yes. If you've ever <laughs> driven a motorcycle before, you know you can't do that. It's uh, a little problematic. <laughs> <laughs> to Maybe yeah, to you not can't. have. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. I guess way. he could have installed an auto shifter system, possibly. You're right. <laughs> the uh, having the brake back, people. They it do. actually makes the game playable, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you remember how it looked in the old Road Rash games, he the driver actually holds both hands on the on the um, handlebars, and when you do the attack button, he he pulls out the weapon and swings on the appropriate side. Mm. This. For stylistic reasons, I can only guess he is constantly holding the weapon out to his side, and he'll switch if he he needs to. But uh, <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't I don't know what to say. You <laughs> like, have you, to make you, everyone aware that you have a weapon. What good is a weapon right. if you're not constantly displaying it? Right. The 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 only language that these streets speak is violence. Right. Yeah. So you need to constantly yeah. be brandishing your weapon. Uh, That's what the whisper really guy in the beginning said. I really hope you're still watching mine because some craziness. <laughs> Yeah, you launched yourself into the sky there. Yeah, and then you blew the fuck up. <laughs> so I do have some background information. The right hand grip on a motorcycle, it typically does front brake, twisting the handlebars a throttle. So this character, you're holding your uh, weapon on your right hand side. You're unable to use your throttle or, or front brake, which is problematic. Left side is typically your clutch. Um, so also, I uh, can't, I mean, you could, you could coast in one gear um, or, you know, stay in the same gear. So in my research, though, I turned up that up until 1975, the configurations on bikes was actually kind of all over the place. Um, there was no standard about what bikes should have what where. And Indian motorcycles um, that they made for uh, police up until that point actually very commonly had the throttle on the left-hand side so that they could uh, pull their gun out with their right-hand side. Oh, uh, Exciting nice. stuff. Um, but yeah, in 1975, there was a U.S. federal mandate that standardized the configuration of bikes. Um, so if you, if you look around at old bikes, you can still see some, some pretty wacky things about gear shifting on the hands and et cetera. And uh, one of the things that I almost made as our 3D printed prize for this evening was a what's called a throttle lock for oh. uh, people who are doing long distance cruises. Uh, they can put a little like, clip on their throttle to hold it in position like a cruise control and it rests up against the, the lever so that it keeps it at the same amount of throttle. I thought that'd be a great present for anyone who uh, would never use it. Yeah. Uh, completely useless 3D printed Doesn't thing. Doesn't sound safe. <laughs> I use yeah. all of mine. Oh no. So you can go to a place called downtown, but you're not allowed to. <laughs> Illegally yes. enter so, downtown. <laughs> yep. So now- You get five stars downtown. immediately. Oh, I made oh, it to Chitaly. Oh, is it Chitaly? Chitaly is another zone. But I can't actually attack. <laughs> Whoa! Holy cow. What happened to that car, Tom? What did that cop car just do? <laughs> yeah, it. it oh, yeah, like that? It was like. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, this game is divided up into zones. Um, your missions are going to be in the appropriate <gasps> oh, zones, no. but. 
And now that you have five stars, huh. Tom, you'll have to av- avoid the the police until uh, your star your wanted level goes down. A completely Man, where'd they new... get that unique idea? Yeah, that unique mm. idea. I can't wow. imagine where mm. that came from. I wonder. I wonder. <laughs> <gasps> oh, I hit somebody. Oh, wow! He you smacked a pedestrian. In the face. Yeah. yeah. Illegally. Oh, I'm back in Chitali. <laughs> All right, I gotta get out. Wait. You never learn, do you? Oh my God, is Chitali part China, part Italy? I just drove through some like that Shinto is exactly shrines. correct. Oh, it that's... is Chinatown oh, wow. as well as Italy. Oh, I think the most awful. clever part of this game. Oh, you know what's nice about a wheelie is if you pull all the way back, you don't have to worry about pulling too far back. You just hold <laughs> it the whole time. There you go. Once once you're back, you're good. You can't go, can't go too far. When you're back, you're back. I'm, I'm pulling the world's longest wheelie, people. And you can just hit a fucking car. <laughs> I mentioned already that the developer of this game is someone that we're familiar with, Team Six Games. They're a privately owned studio in Assan, Netherlands. They also did Flat Out 3, Chaos and Destruction, and a few other um, Flat Out titles. Uh, here are some more of their titles. Street Laws, The List, Monster Jam, Crush It, Glacier, Thunderbolt 2, Glacier 2, The Meltdown. Isn't and- that the stuff from <laughs> Tropic Thunder? Yeah, Tug Speedman's uh, movies. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's Sounds something like similar, it. though. So they do have another bike game that they that they did before this. So this isn't their first uh, experience with bikes, as you can tell, as they've mastered it here. It's a trial bike game called Ultimate Motocross. Uh, they only released it in Germany, it looks like. And the only review it has is a 2 out of 100. <laughs> so they... Uh, jumped back in the ring with this one. That's pretty bad. Moby Games, which is a great um, kind of Wikipedia for games. They have a neat credit listing system. They allow you to see uh, credits for a game and collaborations that they've had with anyone else. And I was very surprised to see that 12 people who worked on this game also worked on Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Cool. Um, Second chances. (laughs) It seems like it was probably just their Q&A team. Or not Q and A, Q A team, quality assurance team. Um, just different levels of quality being assured, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you go, yep, this is bad. Yep. <laughs> While we're watching some more typical gameplay that you guys are experiencing, going around doing some missions, working our way up the ranks. Uh, any any games you guys have been playing recently, Hunter? You said you've been playing some Ghost of Sushimi. Yes, Ghost of Sushi Sushima and. Sushi. Uh, it's pretty much everything I've ever wanted out of a samurai game. Very, yeah. uh, oh, cool. very like golden era Assassin's Creed style combat gameplay. And I just really like they they seem to like take as much out of the HUD as possible. Like if you're just oh, yeah. going from area to area, there's literally nothing on screen. And and it's a really beautiful game. Mm-hmm. Really beautiful. No, I've, and again, I've watched the, someone stream it and it's just, it's beautiful. Yeah. I, like I normally, I'm not someone who watches streams, but it's just, yeah, it's in, it's engaging. It looks great. The combat I've, is beautiful to watch. Oh, absolutely. It, it flows really well. Like, and just like, I feel like everything that they decided on the game, like for instance, one of my favorite things is just the quest tracker. Instead of it like coming up as a line, to here's your next quest or whatever it's just the wind blows in that direction and you can just like and you swipe up on your your pad on your ps4 and like every everything just feels real smooth i love it that's cool i have that's cool. i have literally played it like every day for the past two weeks and i think i'm i'm in act three now and i'm just every every second of it 
and enjoying it. Yeah, it, it looks beautiful, and I'm, I don't know, there's a couple games on PlayStation that I'm like, wow, should I should I get a PlayStation just to play these games? I, yeah. That's one, one of them. That is yeah. one of them. That, I've, yeah, uh, I've heard people say game of the year for it, because it's, uh, yeah, it's, it, it I'm, great. I'm having as much fun as I had playing Death Stranding, which I know I've talked about oh, on yeah. the podcast. We'll sell you our High PS4 price. for $800 so we can buy a PS5 when After it comes I out. After I finish. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a deal. It's a great so, yeah. deal. Yeah, no, no, right now. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and actually, don't uh, Google it. Don't, don't go. Don't no, go no, 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 no. I can't get enough of that game. But here yeah. I am playing this. So. <laughs> Instead of playing that, here we are. An even better game because you have a motorcycle. <laughs> Do you have a motorcycle in Ghost of Shushi? No, yeah. but you have a horse, and my horse is named Nobu. Yeah. That Nobu. means trust. Hopefully it doesn't go the shadow of Colossus way. Actually, actually, it means the absence of boo. Oh, <laughs> you are so right. So dumb, Tom. Solve <laughs> <laughs> <Some> this <laughs> story. <laughs> like, get out. <laughs> Just say. Um, anyone else playing anything interesting out there? Yeah. So I've been playing Carrion. On. Okay. Uh, it's on. Actually, it's on everything. You can you can find it on Steam. Um, I, I'm playing it's it on, on 3DO. Xbox, but okay. But I'm sure you could play it on uh, PlayStation Two. I'm guessing. Um, PlayStation Four, but yeah. Yeah, but it's <laughs> it's wicked good. Like, basically, the idea is it's it's kind of like that grainy like six you know eight bit twenty. I don't know what the bits are, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, like, I got it's you. like that quality where that kind of grainy quality. But you're a um, kind of this amorphous blob monster that is kind of escaping from a facility and it just has a cool learning curve where like you start off the game you're just like little blob you're eating people and you're kind of gaining different powers and it's basically just like a big puzzle game oh, well yeah so, it's like kind of castlevania-esque yeah it does it does a good it does a great job you know, like when you played like Infamous, and I think there, there was another one on Xbox that came out where it's like you have like all this power, and you're like this kind of like evil prototype entity. or something. Yeah. Yeah, prototype. That's perfect. Yeah, where like you have all this power, so the game wants you to feel powerful, but you need to balance that with like you know what are these things that can stop you? And the game does a good job of that, of right. making the um the the puzzles are probably the first thing that's there is you're trying to figure out how to get across the room, but they do a great job of making it where as you're progressing and getting more powerful, there's, you know, just really cool enemies that have like these mech suits. And one of my favorite powers in the game is like you can kind of hide and like shoot out this like long tentacle and like get into people's heads and you get to control like one of the enemy NPCs, just like the humans and kind of like walk around. That reminds me of and then uh, it turns into Inside, just, like, the sequel to Limbo. That just that you're a you're a monster escaping yeah, the facility. Kinda. Yeah, the plot, not the gameplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of like that. So it's just it's just cool. Like one of the things in there is like this big mech warrior suit, which when it's attacking you gives you a lot of trouble. And I kind of had this excited moment where I took over someone and I was like, wait, can I get into that thing? And was able to control the enemy's mech suit, and it was fun. Like it's it's cool. just been a, a fun game. So that's why I've been playing Carrion. Get a chance to play it, you should play it. Cool. That sounds pretty interesting. I want to check it out. 
How about yeah, Carly? It's, anything it, anything it's new cool. there, Carly? We're playing some Ghost of Tsushima. No, I'm not. I've been watching Hunter play Ghost of Tsushima. When I can steal the PS4 from him, I do play <laughs> Far Cry 5, though. Oh, yeah. The cult one. That's been interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Now, that's about it. I gave up cool. on Animal Crossing. <laughs> uh, you missed one. You missed one radish sale. You gave up. Sale I gave up. Turnip sale. That's what it is. I you, really. You, you're behind. You know. Yeah. Exactly. I well, I had one really bad turnip day that was rough or week rather. Um, <laughs> right. I just totally forgot to check, mm, and that I wait. Explain stonks. that. Explain that for the people like me that don't know. Oh, okay. what, do you, what do you mean? It's so a stock it's like, market. Yeah, it's like a stock market. At the beginning of the week, you can go on Sundays. You can go and buy a bunch of turnips and then every day you go to the shop you can go in the morning and the evening and check the prices of the turnips and you buy them for like I don't know a hundred bells and then you want to like make a profit Um, so you check twice a day all week to see what the best rate you can sell your turnips at and one week I bought like two hundred thousand dollar bells worth of turnips and then just totally forgot to pick up the game and check the shop so um that kind of upset me and then honestly i just reached my goal i just wanted to get the basement unlocked i unlocked the basement (laughs) i had the bodies of your villagers yeah yeah i stored up all of this creepy like murder den-esque uh, uh, <laughs> furniture. It looks so good. It looks great. Um, all of my oh true my crime podcasters would be proud. I've got a murder den basement in Animal Crossing and that Very was it. Nice. That's all I wanted out of the game. So. I gotcha. I've achieved it. Exciting. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Alright. Huh. I, I can't start a game to save my life. What do you, what do you mean? mean? Oh, like a new mission? I, I'm going. Yeah, I'm trying to go into a new mission. Oh, I'm watching. Oh. And I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta like roll into the right spot. Oh, you don't. The it says center. you don't meet the requirements, Tom. It, you need to buy the next but, bike that's available. Where do I buy the bike? So don't scroll through the weapons yet. But if you hit start, you can go to your clubhouse. Which the clubhouse system in this game works in that you you say go there and it teleports you to somewhere in the zone that you're in and you're okay. just accessing your menu you never actually go anywhere or see anything cool yeah. um, and then when you're so, done yeah. for the people playing it so far tom and hunter how does it feel how does driving a bike in this game feel absolutely terrible Not great yeah <laughs> the worst That's- and the combat it's sad because it's one hit one kill yes and like i don't know it just it it feels like it takes a lot of like when I remember Road Rash and like that brutal like you know hitting into each other and you're battling it out to see who's gonna make it and trying to get them all. I don't know. It's just, it's all gone and now you just whack them once from behind really and they're dead and they didn't even know you were coming. And it so the mission that I'm doing right now is it has me do a wheelie for like seven mm-hmm. seconds but it's not like hard to do a wheelie so it's like where, no. where's the, the hardest skill? part of that is getting air and it's just like okay well i'll get one second of air here then i'll go back to the ramp and get another <laughs> second of air i think the hardest part is going to be near back. misses i haven't done any yet let's uh, see oh, oh no, no the near misses are so easy yeah, yeah you can right. drive so by easy. a parked car at three miles an hour near miss as george carlin would say though it's not a near miss because a near miss means you hit him <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> 
Yeah, you get a little light trail around it when you swing. Five grand for hitting somebody with a bat. Wow. Oh I'll my take gosh. it. Man, take these, that job all day. These bushes, yeah, right? these bushes are more dangerous than the other combatants. I've got a baseball <laughs> bat. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. And I know you probably already talked about it while I was having all of my Look problems, but like the... <laughs> The way the baseball bat switches hands is really annoying. Oh, it just teleports. Yeah. <laughs> Can you guys, we've talked about, um, we mentioned GTA, right? And Road Rash. Is there any other games like this that you guys think of? Um, like, wow, this game did it better? Hmm. Oh, man. It's actually kind of hard see, to think uh, of. I, I could, uh, maybe Twisted Metal, I guess, could be yeah, similar. That, was, Mr., was Mr. Grimm on the, on the bike? I yeah, think like so, yeah. yeah. He was yeah, but that like was, there was no, like, <laughs> melee attacks in that. He was just, yeah. like, shooting missiles oh, and stuff. Like, me down. True. Yeah, there's there's not really a ton of, um, like, motorcycle-specific oh. games out there. There's lots of um, racing games that, as an alternative, have a motorcycle. But, uh, so, MotoGP seems to be the most popular running series. Um, MotoGP 19 was the last one they released. Um, Ride 2 is a 2016 game. Uh, that seems like it's an okay, reviewed, realistic game. Wave um, racers so like motorcycles right on water. That's true. With dolphins. Yeah, you're trying to take off the, out the dolphins instead of Wave other Wave race 64. Yeah. Uh, Valentino Rossi, the game, is a PS4 motorcycle game. Pretty well reviewed. And TT Isle of Man, Ride on the Edge is another. But yeah, like like I said, mostly you see motorcycles as alternatives to cars in, uh, in, in racing games. Mario Kart. Mario Kart. <laughs> they have bikes in there. You're right. That's a lot of combat-based <laughs> motorcycle racing, especially mm -hmm. Link's motorcycle in, in the new yep. one. It's pretty awesome. The physics in your game are going Oof. off the rails Whoa. right now, Tom. Oh, what that was, was that? Weird. You just, like, rubber-banded. Yeah. yeah. There's a few trial racing, racing games out there as uh, well. I think it's that little hud above your enemies that it just looks so crap it looks like someone spent one day putting that together no not even that where like right now on the stream it says 105 feet to cpu and it's just oh, like oh, a see. opaque box like i don't know it just looks bad i feel bad saying chittily just chittily it's not a yeah good it feels word. it feels like some kind of slur yeah yeah Freaking Chitalians. <laughs> this game huh? does allow upgrades to your bikes. Do not look at them. They have a section you can upgrade your cosmetics, which is actually okay. It looks all right. You can change your body, your headlight, your gas tank. Um, but they also have a performance upgrade section. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna quiz you guys on this. You can get some points for this. In this game, you can upgrade things like exhaust, engine, tires, etc. So the performance characteristics of your bikes um, increase. So the characteristics of your bikes, pay attention here. They are as follows. You have acceleration, speed, handling, hit points, and nitrous, okay? Mm -hmm. So your bike stats are acceleration, speed, handling, hit points, and nitrous. So if you were to upgrade your exhaust, what stats would you expect to improve? I don't your know anything about points. cars or motorcycles. <laughs> acceleration. Okay, how much acceleration, how, good guess. You should be able to then That's... roll coal on people. <laughs> hit, hit points is my guess. So... If, so you're saying hit points. Okay, so if you upgrade your exhaust, you get almost entirely hit points and a little bit of nitrous. So oh. surprising, uh, accurate guess, Carly, but yeah. uh, you're, you got the correct guess, Tom. Huh. I think your your knowledge, your non-knowledge of, 
of engines is going to help you out here, Tom. <laughs> that's, 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 being too realistic. That's exactly what's going to help. Is I'm just going to be like, what do the magic fairies that make machines work do? <laughs> oh, so no. if you were to upgrade your jet kits, what would you see improve? Again, the stats are acceleration, speed, nitrous. handling. It's not going to be nitrous, nitrous. Though, because no, it's, it's going to be acceleration. <laughs> is it going? If you upgrade your jet kits, you will see improving in handling, obviously. No, If you improve your nitrous, what will you see improve? Mm. Acceleration. Again, the yeah, stats are the stats are acceleration, speed, handling, hit points, and oh, nitrous. Wait, speed. Again, the it, characteristics like are I, acceleration, speed, handling, hit points, speed. and nitrous. So what I do you see like improve? I feel you have to say nitrous, but you kn- I know it won't be, <laughs> but it should be. Okay. So I'm going to go with that. I'm going to say, I'm going to be fair to the game and say nitrous. It <laughs> improves your hit points, but also a little bit of nitrous. So you get a little bit of points. Stop it. No. <laughs> what on earth I hate this. are you talking about? I like what about if you improve <laughs> your hit points? Oh, right I'm sorry. Now. I read it wrong. What about if you improve your tires? <laughs> hit points. Hit points. Hit points. All right, it's a freebie. Hit points. Why is it that when I attack, sometimes I have a slow animation, but other times I can like really hit them? Like bah, 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 I don't bah, think bah, you're bah, speaking the, the language of violence, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, new tires would help you out with that. You obviously. need a new brake right. light. I think I need some new tires. <laughs> Upgrading uh, your baseball bat gives you speed, right? It's brake light fluid. That's Ooh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you're out. Of, you're out of headlight fluid there. Yeah, headlight fluid. Um, <laughs> all right, a couple more here. How about investing in your suspension? What does that improve? Oh god. The stats are acceleration, speed, handling, hit points, and nitrous. Um, in this your attractiveness. Logic, let's say speed. Handling. Uh, I'm sorry, everyone. It's nitrous. Stop <laughs> what it. on earth? I don't like it. There's no logic to this. It's <laughs> one I, last one. If you improve your brakes, what does it improve? Acceleration, speed, speed handling, hit points. Acceleration. Oh gosh. Uh, I'm gonna say acceleration. I'll yeah. go hit, hit points, points just to be different. <laughs> this one I think was the only one that actually made sense. Improving your brakes improves your handling. Um, All right. Fine. In, in a way, I guess. So. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but I am just getting worse at this game and not better. <laughs> So, did anyone come up with the game that has Road Rage in the title? You guys are going to hit yourselves with a bat or possibly a chain. Is it Road Rage? It is not Road Rage. <laughs> Streets of Rage. Road. Streets of Road Rage. <laughs> Does it have it as Road Rage? Road Rage. <laughs> No, there's there's actually two games. The first one that I thought of was Simpsons. Simpsons Road Rage. I ran. No, I ran. You ran Simpsons to your mic for stairs. Thanks for I'm joining here. us. I said, "Oh no, I know this one." <laughs> I forgot it. Ah, oh, that game is so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah, it has had pretty decent reviews, mostly for the taxi? Simpsons you super fan. Like a taxi, right? You can get a bunch of different vehicles. Uh, I think there's some taxi missions in it, yeah. But it came out in 2001 for PlayStation 2, GameCube, uh, Xbox, and a simplified version for Game Boy Advanced. I mean, yeah, it had just tons of Simpsons references that was was great and probably won't live up to the nostalgia like so many games. And there's a recent game that's in, it is called Road oh Rage Royale. Rage Royale. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Warzone. Road Rage Warzone. <laughs> 
it's like a top-down. It feels like a RC racing game, but it's like a demolition racing game that's in early access. Um, doesn't have a lot of views, so if it sounds interesting, check it out. Give them some love. There's also a mobile game called Rage Road, which uh, it's a mobile game, but it still looks a little bit better than this, like a little more in-depth character customization and stuff. Ah. Well, let's take a step back and talk a little bit about what this game is built on. It's built on the engine, uh, Unreal Engine version 4 by Epic. That was released in 2012, and it's one of the most widely used engines out there. This engine, along with most of its toolkits, has really made um, programming and uh, like collision detection and all that worlds easier. Some other games that have taken the Unreal Engine and done some pretty wild things with them include Batman Arkham Asylum, A Way Out, Blade and Soul, Borderlands 3, Chivalry 2, Crackdown oh. 3, Dead by Daylight, Fortnite, <gasps> Gears of War 4 and 5, Grounded, which just came out and looks absolutely beautiful if you're into survival games and uh, enjoy Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Then, Wait, uh, so game what's for the, you. that's exactly it? Like you, you're shrunk or... Yep. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, it's a survival game um, it's by Xbox Studios. And uh, yeah, it's like, imagine Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but on like a survival style uh, gameplay. So like mm -hmm. Raft or, um, I don't know, Ark or anything else like that. Yeah, some other things on that engine though. Uh, Hello Neighbor, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, PUBG is on Unreal 4, ah. Satisfactory, Soul Calibur 6, uh, Spyro Ignited Trilogy, a Reignited Trilogy, State of Decay 2, and many other games, uh, lots of different games that I think, I don't know, I just feel like when I look at this game, I'm like, well, this feels like, like it's out of the box, a certain engine that I've seen before. Mm. And like, there's so many games that have this look to them. And it's it's because I feel like they're using a lot of publicly available um, toolkits on the Unreal Engine, or I could be talking out of my ass because I, I'm not a developer by any means. So <laughs> it just it doesn't look like a unique there's game a, style. There's an authorship to the Unreal Engine. Like, right. oh, this is an Unreal game. I can tell just from looking at it. <laughs> feel it. Yeah. feel it in my bones. Feel it in my So bones. Unreal Engine 5 was just revealed a couple months ago, actually, and it's planning on launching with the next generation of systems, uh, and they're going to actually use Fortnite as the test bed for the engine. So I guess in um, their test servers or something, they'll be using Unreal 5. That'll be the first look at it, um, which for us on the front end really probably won't mean that much. It's just they can render better-looking graphics with less power, and it's easier on the developers is usually what it means. Like You can always achieve ridiculous things on outdated engines. It just takes more work on the back end because you're customly doing custom modifications, right? So, um, yeah. Right. Exactly. You get it. So I always some, say that. <laughs> I'm always saying that. <laughs> but some, uh, some details, in case you're interested in it, if you want to adjust your glasses, the cost of licensing an engine like this and why a company like this does it, um, in 2015, they revealed their licensing or their new royalty structure. Essentially, you can get the whole suite of Unreal Engine 4 with future updates and all that for free. What they get back is 5% of revenue for products that make more than $3,000 a quarter. So it's very possible that you make a game that's extremely unsuccessful and never have to pay for this engine that it's built on that's doing like 98% of the work. Um, yeah. I think that's interesting. That is cool. And they also support, uh, Unreal 4 supports the VR space quite a bit because they, um, they they will pay your funds to get your VR game like listed, any listing fees um, if you're using their engine. So they're definitely big supporters of that. And if you release the game on their Epic Game Store, they don't charge you that 5% revenue um, until you cross like a million dollars in gross. So yeah, it's kind of interesting, kind of interesting. To me, at least, I know how you're always talking about Unreal Engine 4 too, Tom. But, uh. Oh yeah, all the time. 
like none of this feels like a road rage game. It just feels like a really shitty it. GTA. Road rash. Road rash. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fallout. They got in your head, Whatever. man. Yeah. Fallout. <laughs> it's a Fallout. No, there are very few game modes in this game, and they all feel like each other. Like I, I've hit people, but really this game just seems to be about driving around and doing laps. Yeah, it, it basically they just they just pick one of the things. It, they'll be like drive to the finish line, or they'll be like drive to the finish line, but hit a certain amount of people. <laughs> Ooh. And then, or or they'll be like this time just hit people. That's really all I've <laughs> yeah, experienced. Yeah, assassinate <laughs> or <gasps> weapon unlocked selfie stick. <laughs> oh my gosh. What? How do I Yep, you unlock the, the selfie stick. So we talked about some franchises at the beginning that were hurt by entries into their series. There's a few articles out there. Main one I'm pulling from here is from Screen Rant, about 20 games that were almost killed by their sequels, and I think five that were saved. I'm gonna read through a couple of them here. You can agree or disagree. They list Duke Nukem Forever. Was oh famously, yeah. Uh, poorly received. As Frank mentioned, Halo 5 Guardians. Frank, I'll give you a point for that because you named something on the list. Get some points on the board for Frank. Whee! Uh, also, Spyro Enter the Dragonfly. <gasps> really? I disagree. Right. <laughs> you disagree? All right. <laughs> I I don't. Uh, well, oh talk my god! To me. This is a selfie stick with a butterfly knife, like what? in the phone part. <laughs> That's okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but yes, uh, I've never played Spyro, so why do you? Not do any of the Spyros. I've not played any of the Spyros. I oh wow! Like yeah, I've Spyro only seen like ten minutes of gameplay. <gasps> wow! 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 Great game. But that one Sorry, is, everybody. except for that one, is that what you're saying? Um, I know I've played it. I can't oh, okay. remember which one it was. It's been. I a think while. it's the fourth one because. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, because there's Spyro 1, 2, and 3, I think, and then uh, that one came out. And looking at it, like, the graphics don't match up the other games, and they look like they took a huge step backwards. Um, yeah. Oh, like a whole, that whole one. system. Yeah. yeah, it might have been done by a different publisher or something. But, yeah, so when they have Spyro Reignited Trilogy, it's the first three and not that one. They could have, mm -hmm. but they, they didn't, so. Yeah, all right, maybe I do kind of agree with that. <laughs> what else you got? What else you got? Also, we have Star Wars Battlefront 2, and yes. they're referring to the EA one, the one yeah. that got in such hot water oh, about their um, Well, yeah. I think the first one was DRM. awful. That's what, I didn't yeah. buy the second one. Back. Wait, no, he's talking I liked about the first one. The, the, the first EA one. Battlefront. The first EA Battlefront. I thought the first EA one was I okay. Liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, just for the sake that it was such a polished Star Wars game, it that was exciting. Yeah. It, no, it, I mean, well, it looked great. Both of them always of looked great. It? No, but mm. but as far as the actual what it was, like yeah. I, the the second one was more like the first second one. That's no, hard to explain. The first one was more like the first second one. Well, because they basically remade the both series, the games, yeah. right? And then the second one was like the second one. So of course it was better. <laughs> but at that point they had lost so much faith with everybody, and they did a right. lot of um, uh, microtransaction stuff, which also got mm -hmm. them into uh, some hot water. Yep. So right, the lowest yeah. voted. Comment ever on Reddit, I believe, was them trying to explain their microtransactions. Yeah, <laughs> uh, next we have Tony Hawk Pro Skater Five, which pretty um, much anything after was a 2015 like, game. They had like uh, yeah. Tony Hawk Top Eight, which was like mm -hmm. a MySpace playoff kind of thing. 
Yeah. And C5 was the one where they ditched the uh, skateboards, and it was just a bad decision. Like, yeah. they just run around on foot. Surprising and it decision. Wasn't fun. No, yeah. that's when that they was... had those soap shoes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Soaping it up, dude. Uh, next we have as. Oh, was it? It was Tom. Tom gets points for this Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh. oh. Next we have Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, which okay. was a game about crafting yeah. cars. I don't. I never played it. Yeah. Um, a departure I've from never what Banjo Kazooie was no? normally about. Dynasty Warriors Nine, which I guess was again just a huge step back for the series. Like they tried to do an open world thing, but meant a whole lot less more enemies on yeah. screen, which was the whole Dynasty point of Warriors. Dynasty Warriors. It's such a simple concept. Give yeah, just put a, a, put a billion enemies, enemies on screen and, a big and let me swing a big, a big yeah. weapon at them. Yeah. They've even took that concept and put it into different, you know, there's like a Legend of there's Zelda, a Zelda one, one yeah. which I have, Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they just released one for that anime where the pirates... Uh, one Piece. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, they released one for that, and I think they released one for Persona 5 as well. Oh, so Tom is now in the bike customization, which I will say they did a good job with. Like, you can, the lighting is terrible, and you can't tell what colors you're actually changing right now. Yeah, I but actually you can... was very confused about, like, I just purchased tires, and yeah. I couldn't tell that I did anything. <laughs> well, the lighting has, like, there's a sunbeam coming down, and you can't see the colors. There you go, you adjusted it. There we go. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, you can change the styles of, like, your your tank. Oh, I'm going to make a Tron bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the bike customization is pretty all right. Uh, next, we have Ooh, Dead nice. Space 3 Hunter Thoughts. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You didn't like 3? Okay. No. I uh, So, <laughs> my favorite part of Dead Space, and I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, was how sluggish it feels because you're an engineer. You're not, like, some warrior so you're in yeah. space you're slow and sluggish and they just kept refining the combat and refining the controls and i think yeah that took to away the point it's from not scary anymore the feel. it's it's not scary and they yeah. like dead space i remember being like really dark like actually like i can't see anything right. which was terrifying i'm afraid and to turn my flashlight you're on, on yeah. you're on a tight ship in the first mm-hmm. one the halls are very close the rooms are very small and they just like dead space 2 i'll give it like i enjoyed it but i think it just wasn't as scary as the first one i can remember like being in my room with the lights off playing the first one and actually being scared and then after like the second one just not as scary and the third one yeah no go um next is mirror's edge catalyst which i'll be honest i didn't <gasps> oh. know their their that game existed i liked yeah. mirror's edge but didn't liked- know catalyst yeah, I liked Mirror's Edge as well, like Catalyst. Yeah. Next is Postal 3. We've mentioned a couple times before. For big fans of the Postal series, I guess that ruined that. Hmm. And Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands. Ooh. So that's the one after they rebooted Prince yeah. of Persia. Um, that was the sequel to it. Again, I, I'm not sure I knew that existed. Same. Um, that one was bad. I've never yeah. played any of them. I like the Prince reboot. Okay. Oh, I've, wa- I've played all of them. Uh, the, the originals, the original ones were oh, so good, so they good, were. so much Godsmack, you know. <laughs> Let's see, next we have Medal of Honor Warfighter. I guess that was kind of the death knell in the Medal of Honor series. Then they list Devil May Cry Five. <gasps> no, really? whoa! I'm playing that. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. No. I thought you guys is, is that the one you guys are playing? <laughs> yeah, we really I enjoyed like that it. one. Now, mind you, I'm not a hardcore Devil May Cry, Devil May Cry fan, fan, so like I, and I think I would liken that to what we were talking about earlier with um, Heroes of the Storm. 
I'm not a hardcore league player, so Heroes of the Storm is actually somewhat entertaining, and I, I right. can get into it. But I feel yeah. like if I were coming from league, Heroes of the Storm would suck. And yeah. if I were coming from like Devil May Cry, like just being all into the series, maybe Devil May Cry Five is not great. Yeah, you can but see how that I was work. enjoying it. I've actually gotten myself stuck. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would like to see that. <laughs> this is the uh, hallway in, uh... from Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yikes. And I can't kill myself, <laughs> and I can't get out. And their hot take is that Knights of the Old Republic 2, the Sith mm. Lords. Go uh, away. <laughs> Go I away. agree that it wasn't as good as the first one, but no, I don't but think it, it was so bad. It didn't end the franchise. The, if anything, the Old Republic is what killed it. The, you mean like the fall game. of the old republic? I hated, I hated it. <laughs> you can now get it on Steam. Well, I won't. Oh, the, because the it MMO? Was bad. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I didn't like it. Uh, I liked it. Next, they have get this an entry from Animal Crossing. <gasps> After New Leaf what? on 3DS, they released a game called Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer and huh. Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival. Uh, which was reportedly a dice throwing simulator that didn't have any of the normal mechanics from Animal Crossing. Um, the, it seemed like they, they started had a app game too that was pretty bad. Oh, did they? Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like they started taking notes from the next one, Fable, uh, yeah. a series that I've never. That was, cared that was my for second much pick. Personally. Really, Chris? But wow. I just never really liked it. I don't know. I, loved I, I Fable. played through. You I never eat played three. Food and be fat. Yeah, no, that's you know great. What? It's just like, you know what, like I've played the game enough, and all pitched. you do is like run around and fart at villagers. Like I get it, that's fine. But it was uh, pitched as being so much more it was, than what it, it was. It was. It was. Yeah. But I think the first two were good. I loved. I've I have never been disappointed by a fable game. I liked them all. all. Okay, all right. so I, this is coming from someone who I believe has purchased every single uh, fable thing out right. there. Uh, I actually have the Xbox 360 Fable uh, 3 variant controller. Wow. I, ha I have the uh, collector's edition of 3 that came with a little mm -hmm. coin and a thing of cards. Uh, I, ha I, I got a Windows phone. That was my first smartphone just so I could get Fable Coin Golf when it came out on the Windows marketplace. That is what that is the next part of my sentence here. They followed Fable 3 up with Fable Coin Golf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and that's what I'm not aware of. That was actually good. But anyway, but anyway, but but honestly, to me, even though I did enjoy all the things and I bought all the things, but honestly, after the first game, and I, I'll, it's a little asterisk there. Really the lost chapters because that's where they really kind of finished the first lost. game. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Frank. Um <laughs> Yeah, I I lost so bad. So sometimes you get lost and then you don't know where you are and it's just like it's easier to start the whole thing over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry, sorry, Frank, keep going. Sorry, Frank. No worries. No, hey, we're we're playing that game, not Fable. So, um, but really, after after the first Fable game, it just didn't have that same magic for me. And maybe that's because they like every you know they made it a little bit more modern every game. You know, they're like, oh, it's. You know, because the first one was really heavy fantasy, and then then they started introducing more uh, modern things to some extent. You know, it was like more steampunky, right. and I, I feel like the real magic was in the the first game, where it was still kind of like a, a magical anything land. was possible. Yeah, and then they kind of like ended the first game by destroying everything, and like you know, so <laughs> that's kind of a shame. And uh, hopefully, they just announced a new Fable game. Hopefully, it takes place before you know. They did. But uh, we we don't know. We just they just said. 
hey, there's a new Fable game coming. That's all we know. But uh, yeah, so they re- also released a game called Fable Heroes. Yep. Um, not familiar with what that one's about, but not a full-fledged Fable game. The last RPG Fable they released was in 2010 now, so a whole 10 years ago. And Lionhead Studios was closed in 2016, which yep. uh, I feel like I was vaguely aware of. But yeah, it's a thing that happened. Poor Tom, you keep getting so lost. You have to follow your mini map to get back <laughs> to your, your checkpoints. But yes, they are developing a Fable game for, for the next generation of Xbox on Xbox Series X. Which, good God, Xbox, name your system something easier. For. <laughs> next week should be Xbox Omega. And then the yeah, one after why that should be Xbox so Re- Retro E. PlayStation's sticking with it. I sometimes it's, I forget which one's the new one and which one's out, but that's fine. You know, at least they go in order. Yeah. Anyway, it makes sense. Let's move this along. Yeah, I, Let's do it. The Xbox little, ones. If you if you found someone that had have never heard of it before, and then gave them all of the names and said, "Put these in <laughs> sequential order." The 360 they would get hasn't it even come out yeah. yet. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yep. All right. Let's do a little game that we call Achievement Hunter. In this game, I describe an achievement to you, and you tell me what you think they called it, the name of the achievement, or the best name that you can come up with for it. Either you will get points, or I won't keep track of them, but uh, yeah, let's go ahead and... uh, If you outsmarted the cops in Escape, what would you call that achievement? Maybe you guys did it already. Bad boy. Cops and robbers. Bad boy. That's good. Cops and robbers, I like it. Man on the run. Cool hand Luke. Breaking the law. <laughs> the law. <lar. laughs> <laughs> nope, it's just... Escape from L.A. That's the last one. <laughs> escape from sub-Detroit. Chittily. Sub-Detroit is what right. it is. Yeah, it's just escape from Chittily. It is... Uh, I didn't do it. That's all it is. Oh. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> all right, Shaggy. Again, we, it was a man with one arm. It wasn't me. <laughs> Finish a stunt mission. What would that achievement be called? Finish stunt man a stunt Mike. mission. Okay. SS Tricky. think uh think you're a you're a foreign development company and you're not very familiar with the language that you're publishing in Uh, what what do americans what are we going to think of finish stunt mission (laughs) so Um, (laughs) jump high (laughs) uh nitro circus Um, (laughs) good guess good guess uh, what's what's the super famous guy evil knievel Evil oh. Knievel, there we go. Oh, Frank got to it first. It's not Evil Knievel, though. Uh. The name of the achievement is Evil Knee, which I don't <laughs> know if that's a translation error or what, what? but it's Evil Knee, K-N-E-E. What about hitting a pedestrian? Oh. Hey, I'm right of way. Right <laughs> of way. <laughs> um, good job, Tom. <laughs> Jay Walkway is good, too. It wasn't my fault. Roadkill? <laughs> Roadkill, road that's good. good. Pedestrian pancakes? It it is home run, and huh? All right. Didn't involve the bat, huh? You didn't hit hit him with the bat. You just run him over with your motorcycle. So that's called home run. What would you guess the achievement titled "Civil Disobedience"? What do you think you you get that for? Whoa. So this is the title of the achievement: um, "Civil Disobedience." A with a bat. Okay. <laughs> Civil disobedience. What could you get that for? Running a red light. Yeah, spe- speeding. <laughs> Speeding as I'm watching Tom do 97 miles an hour. Rolling through a stop sign. Observing a crosswalk. <laughs> it is hitting 50 Perfect. pedestrians. Civil disobedience. Oh. Yeah. Okay. What about the achievement kill the walkers? What could that be for? Hitting an old person. Oh, hitting somebody oh, in a crosswalk. 
Yeah, that, I think the crosswalk, that's a good guess, yeah. Close. It is hitting 500 pedestrians. Oh, my, oh my gosh. <laughs> and, take a little bit. all right, one last achievement. The title is Nice Man. What would be the, what's, what's, what do you got to do to get Not nice hitting pedestrians. Yeah. Okay. Right. Not Beat the entire game, not hitting any pedestrians. <laughs> The achievement nice man is hitting 1,000 pedestrians. Oh, my God. Ah, oh, very nice. Very yeah. nice man. A classic gentleman. The nicest man. <laughs> nice the nicest man. of nice. men. That's, that's the end of their interesting achievements in this game. Let's let's go ahead and jump over to what kind of weapons do you think are in this game? You guys want to take any guesses? So one of the weapons oh. is a selfie stick with a butterfly knife in it. It is. There is a selfie stick as well as a... Phone stick, they call it. So Ooh. a selfie stick has a knife attached to it. A phone stick is just a phone attached to a stick. So it's interesting. That <laughs> the first one. Ch- chances to get big points, guys. What weapons would they put in this game? Baseball bat, Ooh. chain, um, katana. Oh, katana for sure. Ka- There's got to be a katana. There's a katana. It was but in look, the. It's in the game this, art. Look, this this oh, person yeah, is, I just yeah. wiped out has a um, bastard sword, like just a giant sword. There's a medieval uh, hammer. Too. I'll with, give you that. Bat with nails, crowbar, hammer, sledgehammer, uh, yep. sledgehammer. Yep. Um, People are getting points. Get in there. Milk crate. No milk crate. Uh, You're milk out of the crate. game permanently. Honey. Drill. Drill. <laughs> chainsaw. There's golf club. Chainsaw. There's a chainsaw. There's a chainsaw. And Carly guessed golf club. I know there's a golf club. There is a golf there. club. Shovel. There's a shovel. Ooh. Rake. There is no hoe. Oh, is there a dildo bat? Oh, like no. in, um, what's that game? I, Saints Row. Uh, yes. Saints Row, yeah. yeah. Saints no, Row. That, was, that was my guess about what was going to be in this game, but no, they didn't, they oh, didn't go disappointing. there. disappointing. <laughs> Some other, there other a weapons. a knife in this... or a machete? Okay. All right, well, the other weapons in this game are, let's see what you missed. There's a nightstick. Um, there's oh. hedge scissors. Uh. There's an Ooh. ice axe as well as a regular axe. There's a modern sword, which is the katana. Uh, taser. There is a weapon called a chain sword. Which Ooh. looks like a Cloud's Buster sword, but it That's, has a chain going around it. Great that idea. Sounds there. like Love a it. Uh, Warhammer type thing. Or uh, yeah, what was yeah. uh, Gears of War had something similar? There's a hockey stick. There's a scythe. There's a weapon called Ooh. the Labor's Axe. And there's a medieval mace, which is <gasps> not, a, not a not a flail, like a like a mace mace. Yeah. Um, there is an item they call the Fantasy Hammer, which is actually Mjolnir. And uh, we said sledgehammer. There's an item they call a snake sword, which is like a stun stick. And the last two items are the shotgun and the crossbow. Ooh. So they out. Maybe this game is a little better with a controller. And I kind of want to. it's awful. Is it? Uh, (laughs) Yeah. The driving in this is so laborious. It's awful. I don't know. It's 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 just very difficult. Like I upgraded the bike with the money I had almost all the way. So did I. Completely. And And you're still terrible. (laughs) Yeah, it makes no difference whatsoever. Carly's going after the nice guy achievement. Yeah. She's literally just stopped and hitting uh, pedestrians with the selfie stick with the (laughs) knife attached. Well, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I am more than happy enough to stop playing. (laughs) This is. I don't know why, but this game. Oh no, I know why. But (laughs) this. But this game irritated me more than probably 
Uh, I don't know. It's got to be top three for games for me. That's like really got my goat where it was not fun. <laughs> so here's a quick summary of the plot. Your girl, Sonya, which be careful because the gangs can steal your girlfriend. Um, you're promising to get her out of this hellhole of Subtroit. So you start uh, like working these bigger and bigger jobs. Your first jobs are doing stuff in Subtroit to show what a badass you are to get to different districts. And you keep hearing like, oh, this person knows you how to get into this district, this and that. And it's just nonsense after nonsense quest about like, well, if you want to join my my gang, you're going to have to fight your way in and show what a badass you are. And then after the mission, they're like, wow, you really are a badass. You killed a lot of my guys. So and then you get in with that group and uh, you get to a city where there's a guy with an Austrian accent. Just you and I. I've yeah, got the team. But first, it's a, uh, it's a bad to take out those guys. The guy's doing. Anyway, you start working for him, and he's talking about this giant heist. You can get enough money that uh, you, you can get you and your girl out of there. But he ends up leaving you behind, and you got to evade the cops. Anyway, it unlocks another zone. You end up working for the super secret assassin squad, and you get in with his bodyguards. And apparently, like, months have gone by. Uh, that's what the text says, but you, you're like, I've only been playing this game for like an hour. Um, and he controls the cops, I guess. So anyway, at one point it just goes like, oh, they know who you are. We're after you. So you're going to have to kill these guys. But it's just like, it's another assassination mission. That's just, they're all assassination missions. You just, you have to knock other people off their bikes. Um, then you're at Death's Door, which I have a video clip of this too. I'll play. It's funny because like you, you beat the mission. It's like, wow, that went great. Like that, that went fine. But then you get a phone call and you answer the phone call and it's like, I give up before I pass out. I want you to know that I'm a friend to Sonya. No enemy will find He's you. saying he can't make it. My bike's too damaged and I've, I'm shot and all this. And like, well, none of that happened. I was just riding a bike, smacking people with a stick. <laughs> and then there's this guy who's comes on with like a Sam Elliott voice. Who's like, I got a, I'm a friend of Sonya. No enemy will find you here. You'll be fine. I like and your Sam Elliott. <laughs> that's not a great Sam Elliott. You'll be fine. So, You'll so be I, fine. Uh, anyway, so, so now you have all the zones unlocked. Anyway, so the final missions of the game are you taking out all the people who betrayed you. And there's one, I'll give it to them. Like, if, if you're going to unlock a map this big, you have to do one, like, sprint from one end of the map to the other. So that's kind of cool in that, like, you're experiencing all the different zones again. But you're constantly having to look at the mini-map to actually do it in time, and it's not that enjoyable. But it's like, wow, this is where I came from, Subtroit. And you you get there. And the very last mission is um, the call you receive is, I'm going to get you. No, you're not. And that's the last call. Um, (laughs) And finally, I'll play. There is an ending video here. Um, this is me finishing the game. Corruption has been removed in the city, Ashen. Corruption has been removed. As the dust settles, you can finally reflect on all that it took to get here. All the pain, all the suffering, all the cold-blooded two-faced backstabbing. Yet through it all, you prevailed. Still, something nags at you, something unfinished. Will Ashen truly be restored to peace and prosperity? Has every last crumb of corrupted filth truly been eliminated? Did an even larger group make all of this happen? There's one thing you know for sure. So yeah. Whatever lies oh, yeah, ahead done for you guys. is not going to be easy. Oh, the real work now, begins. 
the yeah. wheels. So now it becomes a city planning Begins. simulator. Yeah. So that's that's the whole game. Um, and why is there like the a giant spark? Yeah, every time you hit someone, regardless of the like weapon. Like they explode. Um, so it turn, the best weapon to use is the hockey stick, specifically because of the length of it. You can hit someone like halfway oh. across your screen. When you finish the game, there I was very excited, so excited to buy the shotgun and the crossbow. They say you have to finish a certain mission to unlock it. And there's no way in hell I'm going to play any more of this game. So I'm not going to go through every single one of the, the levels to see which one it is. Wait, again, they don't no say one's, which one? They do not say which mission. And there, again, there's no walkthrough because no one plays this game. So, yeah, uh, we're never going to see what you. the shotgun looks yeah. like. Maybe. Maybe that's one of the things I teased that, uh, that we're going to see some more ra- road Ooh. rage uh, playthrough. No, there's not. I really don't want to play this game anymore. I think I have like <laughs> four hours people. logged on it. <laughs> do it for the cast. Do it for yeah, the I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> do think on Twitch people are like, "Oh wow, someone's playing Road Rage." Let me let me jump in there. As we mentioned, there are some alternative motorcycle combat games, including Ride to Hell Retribution, um, which was very poorly reviewed, but we'll probably do it at some point, to be honest. And there is a pretty well reviewed spiritual successor to Road Rash called Road Redemption, which I don't know if they named it that, um, like in response to. Ride to Hell Retribution. If they did, good for them. And uh, I almost commented on Tom's driving, but that's a video of me playing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope you're about to mock it. I was, I was. <laughs> but Tom, you suck. They, they really cut off the road and there was nothing I could have done. That's fair, me. Good driving, me. I knew you were doing the best you could. <laughs> um, you tried. Yeah, so a team Chris, got together. Did you ever notice that yeah. after you would complete a mission and it would jump you from the mission back to like the like kind of like the the world that you'd instantaneously just like crash into a wall and explode and die (laughs) yeah yeah Um, it it did that to me often like it'd be like okay here you go baby bird back in the world 80 miles an hour Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Road Redemption was announced in 2013 as a Kickstarter, and through starts and stutters, they slowly released it on many platforms. And it does apparently have the blessing of Dan Geisler, who was one of the uh, main producer or developers for Road Rash Original. Um, it's available on Switch, PC, Xbox One, and PS4. Yeah, but it it looks pretty good. Frank has it. Maybe he'll stream it for us. Yeah, actually, um, I uh, well, you know, you guys were playing that game. I played that. I played it for a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah. it's it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Okay. Uh, yeah, they so, yeah, they they've definitely um, reworked it a few times too. Some people complained about some of the reworks, but it appears to be in a pretty good state. Yeah, if you want to stream it, I'll I'll put it up on the stream while we're playing. So, like I mentioned, yeah, Dan Geisler, one of the co-developers for the original Road Rash games, did an AMA back on Reddit back in 2013, and he was he was hoping a new version would come out. This was before Ride to Hell Retribution or before um, Road. Redemption got off the ground, but he had no hopes that EA could do it right um, because they still hold the license for it. Aside from getting a Road Rash game, which apparently there's been mutterings of a real Road Rash game being in development a few times over the years, but it's never actually happened. So instead we have these spiritual successors like Road Rage, Ride to Hell, and Road Redemption, which appears to be the best. Well, some post-game questions now that we're wrapping it up. Uh, From the original pitch to what they produced, did they make what they promised? Wow. Carly just had a crazy so, physics moment, but no, there's did been not. so many crazy <laughs> physics moments in this. It's, I'm just go. I'm literally just going around 
killing, killing people. Killing pedestrians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And every now and then after I do, it just like, it sends out. me flying backwards until yeah. I crash into something and die. I keep forgetting to mention, yes, the original Road Rash games, you would like beat on the people, right? And they had health bars and they were actually in the HUD on the bottom. In, um, it's just one hit. Is it yeah, one in, hit in Road Rage, yeah. it, was, it was one hit. And I see in Road Redemption, it's multiple hits because you have health points. Yeah, that I, I just, I can't wrap my head around that system, why they would choose to do that. It's just, it, it, it is more, it's so much more fun to kind of like battle it out and get and there's a little bit more like tactics and that kind of interplay of, like you oh, said, I need before, to back like away from hit, them now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you have like the X button. So what it does effectively is it just kind of like links you up with them, pairs you with them driving wise. So it's a little easier to interact with him. But at the end of the day, all you're going to do is tap the button once and then you won. So what did you guys think was the worst part of the game then? The driving. The driving. Yeah, <laughs> the driving. Yeah. Absolutely the yeah. driving. It's funny that it seems like parts of this game, like in concept, like there's enough weapons there, right? There's enough customization of the bikes. That's good. But just all the execution of it, like if you don't have that, it's it's just a gameplay is terrible. So The customization yeah. looks good, but like Tom and I were talking about it earlier, it doesn't seem to actually really change anything. Right. Like yeah. the handling yeah, I almost doesn't maxed out get my better. Bike. Oh, yeah, that's that's a great point, Tom. I, I 100% maxed out a bike and was unsure whether anything was working. Yeah, the, the <laughs> upgrades that you can you can spend on your bike, I'm not convinced they work. <laughs> like they, also, we said, they show like, they improve nitrous, but it's not like you get a bigger nitrous bar or anything. There's no damage huh? to your bike. You're either like 100 percent or you've oh, exploded. Good point. Yeah, good point. There's there's no damage modeling to the bike either. Yeah, it's you're on your bike or you're off your bike. Anything you think they got right? Mm. <laughs> Killing pedestrians. The <laughs> no, they used it. That's good. It is, it is being used. They used it all right. They didn't get that right either because the pedestrians spark. Yeah, nothing yeah. Nothing feels like a fleshed oh, out maybe game. They're, maybe they're robots because there's no flesh. They didn't flesh oh. it out, you know? That's that's the post-apocalyptic future that we're in. It's all wow. It doesn't even, as you're driving along, it doesn't even feel like a post-apocalyptic future. Because people yeah. are just walking down the street in suits and ties and like, exactly. I'm on my way to work. Yeah, that was one of my notes that like it says it's this post-apocalyptic world where like these animals are caged in these areas and like the, the bike lo- bike rules the streets and the only law language they speak is violence, right? But like there's just dudes walking down the street with their briefcase, right? And you can just... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it seems like civilization is still going on. <laughs> well, Chris, that was the 5%. Well, there's only 4% now that Carly's taken out a bunch of them. <laughs> it really feels like just an incomplete game. Like, mm-hmm. like they like took the point, Unreal Engine and like, they just no, did the bare minimum, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wrap up my personal experience thoughts here. I've probably said all of it. Um, yeah, that the 95% rose up and the authorities couldn't control them. So <laughs> they controlled them by putting walls up around the districts. Easiest thing. Right. That's, uh, I just, I just couldn't, I just couldn't wrap right then. I'm like, okay. So like, one, that 5% of the population, I know they're not very industrious. Like they're, like, they're not, they they would have to pay people from the 95 to do that. Right. So, like, if they rose up, like, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't happen. It just didn't happen at all. Like, I, it's just so many, like, loopholes there. Like, I'm rising up. Why bother? I still need to Why make put money, it in? So I'm going to help build these walls. Yeah. 
All right, let's move along to the critic reviews. So this section, we talk about the reviews that the game received. As always, we talk about the Metacritic score, which is an aggregate of critic scores from zero to 100. Instead of you guys saying them out loud, you guys are gonna send them to me so you guys can't piggyback oh. off of each other's. Oh. I don't yeah. Know. Don't, no, no, no one-dollaring like, someone's. Oh, yeah, price yeah, right sucks. Lame, Tom. Carly says 32. Hunter says 22. Uh, Tom says 36, and Frank, That's 32 from, uh, from Tom, which is what Carly said. You guys tied. Wow, Tom, no. you did it again. Tom. No, no, no. That was me, that was me. No, 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 not Tom. That was, that was Frank. Frank, sorry, that was Frank. 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 Yeah, Frank. Uh, well, uh, because we don't know what everyone's saying, so. Hey, you know what? Now, now two people can share in the glory, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you guys tied, but you didn't. There's one person with the closest score, Ooh. and the Metacritic score is 26, which puts <gasps> Hunter at the closest. Congratulations, nice. Hunter. Whoa. Yes, so a couple critic reviews from this. So this is from Push Square on November 16th, 2017, and uh, he or she says, Road Rage is an open-world motorcycle combat game that is so shoddy in every single facet of its being that it could function as parody <laughs> without actually changing a thing. A game of this dubious merit is so rare that it belongs in a museum, destined to be studied by the gaming scholars of the future in How to Not Make a Video Game 101. The list of offenses <laughs> that Road Rage perpetuates are so heinous in nature and are so humorous in quantity that it, the strict 1,000 word limit imposed upon the humble reviewers here by the Push Square overlords can't possibly do it justice. So let's say... It's a broken, bewildering, uh, shambolic mess, and never speak of it again. There we go. That was like That's the from best review I've ever heard. <laughs> Succinct. <laughs> Very nice. All right, and Carly, you have something from Dark Station. I do. Okay. So, Road Rage is crap. It's not broken, as it's still somewhat playable, despite its all rage-inducing qualities. It just feels like there's no effort put into it anywhere, except for the music. The soundtrack is quite good and trashy, though I'm sure I've heard some of it before. Anyway, if any effort was put to the rest of the game, we could at least have an okay biker action at hand. As it is, though, Road Rage can only be recommended for the collectors of really bad games. I know hey. you're out there. Everybody <laughs> else, steer clear by Dark and Station. And we steered right into it. <laughs> <laughs> All hey, right, false. and for a section we call Someone Else's Treasure, is this game Someone Else's Treasure? Well, it holds a 3.5 on Amazon for the PS4 and a 3.0 on Xbox One. Despite that, I could only find two positive reviews worth reading, <laughs> so here they are. Tom, yours is just by an Amazon customer, if you'd like to say that. Oh, okay. I don't want to say it. Okay, but... that's fine, too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mine's by an Amazon customer. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a guy. Ooh, what a roller coaster. <laughs> okay, brings back good memories. Good game. Brings back memories. If anybody wants want to play online, PS4, my gamer tag is Beast Mode 5031. <laughs> Check him out. Beast Mode 5031. Send those invites. <laughs> All right. And uh, Hunter, what do you have? Mine comes from Sting Joker Crow 94. 
<laughs> and this was three years ago. So real quick, we're going to do the math. I'm assuming he was born in 94. This is three years ago, 17 plus six. So this is a 23-year-old? Yes, okay, give or take. 23-year-old. Very awesome game to play on my awesome PS4. <laughs> I can't wait to playing it on my awesome PS4 and have a lot fun with my awesome PS4. This this doesn't make any sense. Well, How does he know it's a it, very it awesome like game? Someone from the Netherlands left a review on a game they might have developed. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot how far we got into this podcast. I've, I've forgotten to reveal what the prize is this evening. Oh and there my is gosh. One. So, well, we've talked about it enough about what this game kind of embodies. It takes an engine and does very little to it. It's... Uh, <laughs> It, it, it's the bare minimum of what you could do with this. I think you could say that it's it's a cookie cutter design of a Ooh. of a biking game. So, uh, if you look in your Discord, you will see that uh, this evening we have a, a cookie cutter. Ah! It, is a, it is a bike cookie cutter. Oh, there it is. But you three well, printed well. it, right? It's a three D printed. So it's not food safe. Motorcycle cookie cutter. <laughs> Is it not food Can safe? Can I make actual well, cookies I mean, with I it? I mean, you bake the cookie. It's fine. It's probably fine. Yeah, I mean, you're baking the it's cookie fine. and you're not going to, you don't eat it. Well, plus, yeah. you know, Frank, you're not you going to eat the cookie it. cutter. Yeah, it's, it's a whole, the, the community, the 3D print community, they're, they're really mixed about whether you should or I don't know. Don't. Either way. Everything that Chris gives me, I wash because, you know, it's a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. You know, Frank, you know that you, you don't. Bake the cookie yeah, the cookie cutter, cutter right? isn't edible. <laughs> it's, it still comes in contact with the, so the dough. Frank probably probably can't be trusted with the cookie cutter. So Frank, you're out of the running. <laughs> <laughs> Frank just walked off automatically because <laughs> I doubted the system. I appreciate your concern for people's health. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about our own scores? It's time we gave this game a score it deserves using our Garbage Valley score system. Our scoring system is a little bit different. Anyone can score a game from 0 to 10, but that leaves little appreciation for games that are so bad they're good. On our scale, we keep going past 0 and can score it all the way up to negative 10. So your good games, like a flat out, maybe a 7 or 8, while a flat out 3, we decided was a negative 5 because it was bad, but, you know, we got some enjoyment out of it still. So what do you guys think? Where does Road Rage fall on our scale? Is it a, a good game in that uh, it's going to be a positive score? Or is it a bad game going to get a negative score, but still somewhat enjoyable? What do you guys think? I'm going to say negative one. Ooh, wow. You really hated this. Have you gone that low before? No, it's the lowest I've ever gone. <laughs> I don't know about wow. that. Like, just, I don't know, Fallout, for instance. Like, we were playing, flat like, out. I... Uh, flat out. <laughs> oh, I did it. I did it. Flat, flat out. Like... The driving, like, it, I was, it was fun, and it was fun enough that, like, maybe the parts that were broken, I felt like navigating that was fun. This was, like, I would crash, like, 50 times in a race, and it was just, like, it, for me to avoid doing that was just a miserable slog. Like, it wasn't fun. Uh, it just... It, I don't know. And like the combat, which is the whole reason why you come to right. like road rash, road rage, like like this genre is like that mix, that interplay between like, oh, it's a really fun racing game. But you also get to be awarded for like that combat like they skimped out on it. And yeah, absolutely. like it just comes out to like, hey, if you tap a button when you're in proximity of another racer, they disappear. Like that's that's all it is. Like it's not combat. It's just. 
if you're close to someone and you press the button, then they'll go away. Right. Like, and I don't know. I just feel like robbing it of both of its core tenants. Like it's <laughs> it sucked. Like I, part of me would be tempted to give it like a true zero, but like I I it's that's not that's not all the way fair. So it's it's a bad shitty game. Negative one. <laughs> Boom. All right, there we go. Uh, Hunter, what do you think? Uh, I was actually gonna go with true zero. Wow. Just because I I really. I think this game could be called something like Grand Theft Carmageddon Road Rage <laughs> Rash on the App Store and like you know it would it would make assets, money yeah. off off purely ads and yeah it just feels like they stole absolutely everything from other games like I'm sure they they got the Unreal 4 engine and toolkit, yeah. Grabbed. I, I feel like that might have started with one of their driving games, like, and they yeah. just ported it over to what it would look like they, on a bike. They did like what? What's a game with with one hit kill things? And they so they just took that game, they took a driving game, they mashed them together. And I kept noticing something weird. I turned the volume way way down on everything, like the mm-hmm. this FX and the music. But every time you run into like garbage cans, it's a whole <laughs> volume. I don't know if you guys that <laughs> yeah. while you were playing. It's really That's weird. Great. But no, it's not. I And I think Tom probably made the best argument for, for the low score. It's just like, it's not a combat game. And it's yep. not a fun driving game. Yep. So, like, I didn't have any fun playing it. I have no... <laughs> I It makes me want to play carmageddon or like and i think when we get to that question of like you know is there any salvaging it's like nah just make another like carmageddon game or make road rash <laughs> 360 x1 <laughs> x1 yeah <laughs> series mm. x uh frank next what do you think frank okay so <laughs> as someone who pump up those numbers is actually the only person who hasn't played that game and said i've been playing a superior game all night Oh, yeah, you didn't actually get to play it, yeah. Yeah, uh, so, you know, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to give it, I think, a negative one. Some of the physics okay. messing up, to me, is is kind of funny, um, but I don't think that's redeemable enough to actually play through the whole game, especially the fact that if you couldn't unlock any guns for no discernible, you don't know which missions. I, I don't know why. Yeah, uh, I, I was, I was like, this it. is something I'm actually looking forward to is trying these couple weapons, yeah. like the Buster Sword too, the Chain Sword, not unlocked at the end of the game. Oh, so see, I mean, that's just, you want me to play through these 90 random levels to find it? I'm not going to do that. So I feel like you know maybe if there were some sort of cheats or something, that could be a redeeming factor. But as we know, there's yeah, little I, to I no information find those either. Game, so. I'm just saying negative one. Carly, what do you think? Okay, so I felt really good about my rating in my head until I listened to everybody else <laughs> rate it. And now I'm questioning myself. But let me I, I did too. That. Stick with it. Stick with it. Okay, all right. My 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 gut reaction was gonna be negative five. Like Ooh. I thought, yeah. Now, okay. I did not actually play any of the missions or the levels. I just got on there and <laughs> ran around and, like, killed people. Um, the mechanics were not good. You know, they had random, like, weird things where, like, I would kill somebody and then just start shooting backwards and, and, <laughs> and, and fling myself into a building and explode. But, like, I thought that was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the little bit of... 
a goal that I had when we were when it would start and there was other bikers that I could attack. Like that was fun to try to challenge myself to keep up with them and attack them. So I had fun with it. And um, maybe had I actually played with any sort of intention and not just like getting on to mess around, I would have not felt um, satisfied by it. But for what I did, I I thought it was silly and fun. So pedestrian smacker. Just it's a, fine. It's a negative five. Fair. So yeah. on on that note, I'm I'm looking at my Steam thing now. Yeah. You you did unlock civil disobedience, so you killed fifty <laughs> pedestrians, <laughs> and um, only four point one percent of players have such. Yeah, it's low. <laughs> and I yeah, also I think... think it's funny that only seven point two percent of players have the achievement for buying three weapons, which ah. we all have. All right, so negative five for Carly. Yeah, so yeah. this game had me pretty pumped up from the intro. The intro is just cuckoo bananas, and it had me hooked. Um, but <laughs> it feels like we've talked cuckoo, cuckoo bananas. bananas. Cuckoo it, it doesn't bananas. make any sense. The city of Ashen has been taken over by the five percent or something, and there's multinationals. Uh, I don't know. Duh. Uh, it was it, it was wild. I, I was in for it. Um, but then the rest of it, like they feel like they did the bare minimum for everything. Like like we said, um, it's uh, yes, it's combat on a motorcycle, and yes, they put weapons in there, and there's customization. Like I mentioned, that the aesthetic part of it isn't that bad, like customizing the bikes. But every single part of the gameplay is just so dumb. Like it, there are so many mobile games that have more depth in gameplay than this does, and there's a lot of glitches, which enjoy increases the enjoyment out of it. But overall, like the experience is too long; it doesn't really have any replayability that you'll enjoy, at least. And um, also, the price tag—it's still sitting at twenty dollars, which is just crazy for. That that's is way bizarre. too much. Yeah, yeah. for three to four dollars. Um, I don't know, maybe. Maybe if it if it sounds super interesting to you, but Road Redemption's out there too. Especially, but if there's like a cheat code or trainer you can get that unlocks everything for you, maybe having fun with the different weapons. But it's so far from what I can tell, every single one of the weapons it handles the exact same way. Just sparks come off. You're better off trying to find like a, a GTA style game or GTA itself. I mean, that's doing and pretending you're in Road Rash or playing Road Redemption. But because of the intro and outro and the bad voice acting, um, I, I still got some amount of enjoyment out of it. I, I didn't hate playing it to get to the end entirely, so I'd, I'd still go to like negative four for it. Um, wow. I thought it was a, a silly bad game um, that uh, belongs on Garbage Game Night. So yeah, negative four for me. It definitely belongs here. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> no one's arguing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> guys, I swear, I think it belongs. <laughs> anyway, so one final question we always do here on Garbage Game Night: Does this deserve a reboot? Are we ready in 2020 for another official Road Rash game that this was trying to be? I, I mean, I'm ready so for one. <laughs> I think right, but this doesn't even count. Like, no. it's a spiritual successor. Pretend it yes. doesn't exist. Right, like. If they came out with a current, like, road rash, and it, like, held true to the mechanics and, like, felt like the actual, like, premise of, like, battling out on the road with motorcycles, like, it would be fun. It would be fun. It would be amazing. So, absolutely. All right. Yes. You guys, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Oh, there's one more thing we have to do. The award, the winner for this evening. Finally. Oh, my goodness. I'm looking at my tallies here, and... Can wow. can you hold up your tallies? Have it right here. It's real. It it's real. Like. It's, it's kind of blown out, but it's real. Assort- 
coming in last place and mostly taking <laughs> taking all of his points away just because he has the audacity not to play the game this evening. I'm so sorry, yeah. Frank. <laughs> I don't know how you could do that to us, but Frank, <laughs> you did not. Dang. Uh, you did not receive my free gift. I am gift, the weakest link. And uh, I'm sorry, Good you boy. cannot receive the award this evening. Four or five. Ooh. You have a negative point, though? Oh, my up. goodness. One, two, three, four. <gasps> I have a negative oh, point? Oh, my goodness. No, I can't remember why. We'll have to review the tape. But Hunter <gasps> had a negative point, and uh, oh. that makes him tied. So there's actually a three-way tie right now, you guys. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Oh, I don't, I don't even know Wait, what to what? do. There's a three-way tie between Carly, what? Hunter, and uh, Tom. Oh, my God. Wait, so I'm the only one with a negative point yes. and we're tied? Yes. I think you know what that You're means. You're right. Just saying. Negative makes a negative. Yeah, You're right. Means, wow. Uh, it ooh. means you shouldn't be negative in the future, <laughs> wow. Hunter. I don't know. Is it because you tried to steal the how are you, I think Chris? so. That's what, what it was. That's what it was. That's a negative point. <laughs> Yeah, and that you that wanted the points good. for the how are you without actually saying how are you. <laughs> well, how did the gameplay go this evening? It. Carly uh, tried to kill a lot of people. That's great. That's great. I did Tom kill a lot of people. Tom suffered endlessly by really hating this game. Carly got an achievement that only 4.1% of people, of players, now, she's part game. of the 5%. Yeah. She's against the 99%. <laughs> Throw <laughs> the ninety-five percent. <laughs> no, I like ninety-nine percent better. 90, no, no, you said it right. The, You're perfect. The ninety-six is part of the five percent. That's against the ninety-nine percent. Well, as, as long as uh, I won't have anyone coming after me for some sort of like sexist for giving a cookie cutter to the only female on the podcast this evening. Is that all right with everyone? Um, I don't think anybody else was everyone? going there. Wow. But. You know, she, she makes bread right now. Okay. okay. She don't even make cookies. Okay. She's so for it. what you're telling me is it's going to be as useless in her hands as Tom's hands and as I in... Wasn't- Hunter's hands. I wasn't offended until you acknowledged her gender. Yeah. I was afraid someone else was going to acknowledge it, and it's not based on that. It's based on the fact that she's part of the 2.4% who has (laughs) decapitated. Well, congratulations, Carly. Thank you so much for joining us and killing some pedestrians this evening. Not only have you joined the ranks of 2.4% of people, but you have a a, uh, cookie-cutter motorcycle. Wow. (laughs) I will treasure it always. May you make many misshapen <laughs> motorcycle cookies with that cookie. I'm going to make the first batch and bring it to you so you can test out whether it's safe to actually make cookies <laughs> with poison. a 3D printed <laughs> non-food grade cookie cutter. <laughs> it's not food grade. I can, right. I can guarantee that for you right now, but Why are whether that actually so matters or not, I don't with know. 3D printers then. We're gonna let Tom find out. Yeah. <laughs> Although I feel like I feel like you kind of gave away the game by telling me. So <laughs> the next time you give me cookies, I'm just gonna be like, ooh, nom nom nom, <laughs> they're good. Clips in this podcast were used in compliance with the U.S. copyright fair use exemption for criticism and commentary. Garbage Game Night makes no claims to ownership over any games played and has no affiliation with any developer or publishing company. For additional references on cited articles and quotes, check our episode-related blog at garbagegamenight.com. Or if you have a comment about the game we reviewed or have a suggestion, drop us a line.